The sun beaming. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? DJ the fuck. It's T Baby. I don't think you're ready. Okay, Bunny hop. I must say. Yo. I'm glad you found your way here. Yeah. Cookie crumbs in the rose, jet fuel in a vest, swim trunks in the trunk, Geneva water the best, the passport looking thick, the afro need a pick, my skin soak up the sun, ain't shaking hands with you bums, money hopper, the new car doors they lift open, the lake water dry off with the French open, I rub it in these niggas faces like thick lotion, that big B is in motion, uh, cool peach cobbler dough, spit like a llama dough, used to be reckless, you should see what them commas do, new the Welcome in, welcome all. This is Free Tuition, Season 3, Episode 2. We are just about a week away from the official start of the college football season, although we got some games going on this weekend. Uh, Malone and I were just talking about them. Malone, how's it going, man? Man, going well, Scotty, man. How you feeling? Dude, I'm doing, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We're literally uh, just a few days away from college football. Week 0 is this weekend. We got some interesting games in Nebraska. Uh, playing Illinois this weekend, uh, Hawaii playing UCLA. So, you know, a couple couple recognizable programs that are going to uh, lead off week zero. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, we're finally here, finally getting some some competitive football. And I'm sure these kids are happy, too, to be finally hitting somebody besides their teammates. So, um, you know, I'm ready to see it all. Absolutely. So, uh, again, this is uh, free tuition. Uh, it's me, Scott. Malone's with me. And we're so close to the season starting we're really getting ready to ramp everything up um but uh some big news that happened this past week probably the biggest i guess you would say quarterback job that was kind of on the line over the last few weeks uh over at ohio state uh since quinn ewers came on campus earlier in the month of august uh you know it was kind of up in the air who's going to be the starting quarterback and it was announced by ryan day that the starting quarterback will in fact be cj stroud a uh, redshirt freshman who is going to take uh, the reins. And, you know, I mean, I think when we look back on it and, you know, you mentioned this on our last episode, I mean, it's kind of, it wouldn't be fair to him, a guy who's been in the program for a year, uh, redshirted, you know, he was kind of the expected starter coming into this season. And just because Quinn Ewers came, you know, decided to reclassify and coming a year early, I don't think it would have been fair to him to take the job away. But uh, there was a real possibility, I think we felt like, though. Yeah, no, for sure. And then, you know, um, like you said, CJ Stroud, he's been there for so long. Not so long, but he's been there for a good minute now. You know, he's kind of by this time. It's just kind of more of a respect thing. Like, uh, you know, he has been there for how long? You know, a week? Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. two weeks, you know. So that's, um, that's a lot for him to come in and and get the reins. And I want to say Ohio State has a fairly early game, like the third or the fourth of uh, of September. So, um, you know, that would be a lot for him to take in uh, that quickly and come in and just be a starter. But um, I will say that C.J. Stroud is going to have to play well because you just got to imagine that uh, Ewers and the other guys on the roster as well are just going to be getting better and, um, you know, gunning for that spot the whole way. Do you think at some point, because C.J. Shroud's a, a redshirt freshman. Um, Quinn Ewers is going to come in as a true freshman, almost like uh, you would almost even call him a high school senior. I mean, he's young. He's a kid. Um, and But we know what this guy can do. <clears throat> and he's not going – I mean, you know, C.J. Stroud is going to play at least two years. 
Um, depending on how well he does, you know, if he doesn't do, if he does well enough to keep them in contention, but maybe not well enough to put him in draft consideration, he could be there for potentially longer. Um, do you think this is a situation where Quinn Ewers is going to maybe take over? Like maybe CJ Stroud has uh, a, a string of bad plays or maybe a bad game. He gets benched and Quinn Ewers comes out and lights it up. I mean, could we see a situation like that happen? Yeah, I could definitely see it happening. <clears throat> and um, I mean, you know, I think there's going to be uh, outside pressure. Um, you know, if CJ Stroud is to have a bad game, people are going to be clamoring for this guy he was to play. You know, he's coming in with a lot of fanfare. Um, so, you know, people know who he is and so on and so forth. Uh, so I definitely think he, there's going to be interest in wanting to see him play. And luckily we have this rule where, you know, these guys can play four games and keep their eligibility. So, you know, we're going to see him. We're going to see him. But, you know, uh, I definitely think there's a scenario where if Stroud struggles, he comes in and plays well, you know, he may not see the bench again, you know. So, um We'll have to see how it plays out, but all those guys are going to be on their toes. Oh, yeah. And it could also be one of those things where C.J. Stroud does play well. Um, you know, I mean, Quinn Ewers, a guy of his stature, can go to a lot of different colleges and go start. I mean, is there also a possibility that he could transfer out of Ohio State if it's not looking in his favor? Um, I think, uh, you know, with the timing that he came in, the fact that he's really supposed to be a high school senior, you know, I, I will hope from his end and the people in his ear that, you know, there's, there's not really a rush, you know, he's really kind of ahead of schedule. Um, yeah. So, you know, take your time, learn what you got to learn. You know, you didn't have a regular off season like everybody else, you know, um, you weren't even a mid-year enrollee, you know, you're like a high school senior that literally came in like the last person in your class to come in. And the season starts in two weeks, you know. So uh, I think he owes to himself to give him time, give himself time, you know, to kind of settle in and, and see what he can really do after getting some serious coaching for at least a year or so. Sure, sure. It's going to be interesting to see, but definitely probably the most high-profile quarterback uh, race, so to say, that there was out there. Um, and, yeah, Ohio State, they play week one on uh, Thursday uh, at Minnesota. And so that's going to be a week from tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, and they're currently sitting at a 13-and-a-half-point favorite, um, you know, on the road at Minnesota. I don't know. I mean, number seems – I don't want to say it seems a little high for a first-year, you know, starting quarterback because – it is Ohio State, and they can just run up the score. I feel like whenever they feel like, no matter who's at quarterback, one of right. us could go play quarterback, and they're going to score 50. So, uh, But 13-and-a-half at Minnesota on the road, you know, C.J. Stroud's first real test. Uh, I mean, what do you think about this money? I mean, are you going to take the points with Ohio State? Are you going to go uh, Minnesota uh, on the points? What do you think? Um, you know, I'll tell you uh... – Week zero, I, I think I think they cover it, honestly. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I think they cover it. Uh, Ohio State is just uber talented. Um, I think that they'll have enough despite uh, trying to bring, you know, CJ along, uh, that they'll be able to make that up, you know, defensively, uh, run game, so on and so forth, and, you know, dominate by the third quarter, in the third going to the fourth, so. Uh, I think they cover, honestly. 
Fair enough. Um, so speaking of Ohio State and the Big Ten in general, another uh, huge breaking story that came out uh, earlier this week was the announcement. This shit cracks me up so much because of the way it was announced. But the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 have an, uh, announced an alliance <laughs> with one another. Do you want to form an alliance with me? Absolutely, I do. Good. Good. Excellent. What the hell this means, we don't know. Like, we have no idea. They literally came out, did the press conference, and said they're going to be in alliance, and that was basically it. There's no paperwork. There's no, like, official, you know, recognition of what they are. They just kind of, you know, kind of were like, yeah, man, bond together, bros, and, you know, <laughs> and kind of left it at that. And, and, and you know, obviously this is all sort of a – I guess a, a, a counteract to what happened with Texas and Oklahoma, um, you know, having pulling out of the big 12 here in the next, uh, once their contract is up and going to the sec uh, because the sec is trying to make this power play and, you know, trying to become the super league, it seems. And that's kind of the writing on the wall. And now you got these, the three of the other five big conferences, they're like, you know, basically we're not going to allow it. We're going to kind of stand together and, and, fight this yeah it's kind of a war within the ncaa you know in general it's kind of interesting to see yeah it's i'll tell you it's all really pretty funny like just to me it's you know because it's just all this is just egos you know um people it's just, are, drama. It's just drama people are upset on everybody who's not in the sec it seems like they're upset as far as what you know like you said what texas and oklahoma are about to do because it is going to make the SEC more appealing than what it already is. You know what I mean? You add those two schools into it. I mean, it's just, you know, that's just kind of what it's going to be. So it's um, – I can understand it, especially the Big 12. I mean, they, they need to hang on to somebody uh, because they're, they're, they're not going to – they're done. You know, they're not going to have done. anything after um, after those two schools leave. So – uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing they're probably hoping something forms between now and then. They need to be trying to leech on to the Pac-12 as quickly as possible. Uh, that's a little more in there. Uh, you know, if we're talking logistics, you know, um, I don't even know how Pac-12 and ACC even – how is that even reliance? I mean, what? so, you know, y'all just going to be playing each other all the time or – from, from what I heard, um, and I'm, I'm speaking strictly from the ACC perspective, uh, yeah. or I, I'll even use like the Clemson perspective because this is what I what I heard kind of within the local media. I guess the perfect situation for a Clemson schedule would be eight ACC games. Um, you got one game against the Pac-12 team, yep. one game against a Big Ten team, um, your South Carolina game, and then – Maybe uh, an FCS, you know, maybe another big name out there, um, you know, however they want to shake it out at that point. But that's kind of what I heard, like what it would look like for, you know, the standpoint from a Clemson scheduling. I assume it would be the same for everybody. Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, yeah, I can see that working. I can see that working. Uh, I forgot about the Big Ten. Big Ten, yeah. I mean, to your point, the logistics of it is just like you take these three conferences that are like literally on the opposite sides of the map, right? Like, and if it becomes anything more than 
you know, what it is right now. Just these, you know, it's like, it's like uh, in the hangover where they're on the roof and, and Zach Galifianakis cuts his hands like blood brothers. And, you know, that's kind of what these guys are doing right now, man. They're, they're in Vegas being drunk and doing some weird things. I don't know what's going on over there, but, uh, but they have announced the Alliance, the Alliance of the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12. It, it, yeah, it, it's just weird times, man. It's it's weird within these conferences. Yeah, I'm telling you, it just all seems like just petty and ego-filled, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. We'll, we'll see how it shakes. Um, you know, however it goes, you know, the football is going to be entertaining, you know, so yeah. it's it's – it's all good either way, but um, yeah. The, at the rate this is all this is going, though, the NCAA is going to be just you know a non-factor at some point there. But yeah, that yeah. Their, time, their time will come. So the question now becomes: since since nothing is formal, nothing's written, nothing's set in stone. This is all just uh, a verbal commitment. Um, you got to think that some of these bigger name schools are going to at some point go against the grain and want to get out of one of these three conferences and get out of the Alliance. You know, you've got ACC has Clemson, you know, big 10 has uh, Ohio state, Michigan, PAC 12 has USC, Oregon. And I'm leaving out some other, you know, big colleges as well, but those are the ones that stand out to just about anybody. Um, so do you think any of these schools in the near future, will break away from their conferences or could it be all of them? Yeah, I mean, Clemson needs to come on to the SEC with all the big dogs, you know. Might as well. I mean, Might as well. they used to be in the SEC. Right, right. They may as well bring that back. Or y'all can take South Carolina's spot. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, Relegate them to the American or something. Right, right. Oh, man, not the American. But anyway. <laughs> um, but, um, um, but, yeah, so – I, I can see, I can definitely see that happening um, because at some point, you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I mean, when it comes to recruiting and all that kind of stuff, I mean, where are these kids going to want to go to the SEC Power Conference or go play against, you know, Purdue? You know what I mean? It's it's no offense to Purdue, you know, um, but it's just the, the facts are the facts, you know. Uh, some of the best football is being played and certain parts and it's only getting stronger, you know? So, um, I don't know. We're going to see. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's not much you can do about it. I mean, it, it is, yeah. it's the Southeast. I mean, football is just college football in general. It just matters more here. Like I've, you know, you and I have both been to other parts of the country where there's no relevancy of college football whatsoever here. You know, if you're in South Carolina, you're going to walk outside, you're going to go to the store, you're going to see 10 Clemson shirts, seven South Carolina shirts. If you're in Georgia, you're going to see 15 um, University of Georgia shirts. Uh, Alabama, you know, you're going to see Alabama, Auburn apparel. Florida's got Florida and Florida State. Yeah, I mean, it's just everywhere, you know, from Texas up to Virginia. And um, and that's what – that's what these players want to see because that's where the money's at. The money's being fed into these programs, and that's where all the cool, you know, all the cool facilities and you know, 
uh, obviously, you know, now that NILs are a thing, yeah, you know, yeah. it's where the money is at. Major. Yeah, it's where all the money is. It's where all the money yeah. is. So, you know, in NILs, that's that's definitely going to be something that's important, um, you know, moving forward. And it's going to be for sure a pitch that the, these coaches use, you know, um, come here and, you know, you can capitalize uh, a little bit better than what you can do at another place, you know. So, um, yeah, man. Um, unprecedented times, and, and you know we're gonna see how how it rocks, but it's you know it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Speaking of NILs, man, shout out DJ Uyunglele being the first Dr Pepper, I guess college football uh, spokesperson, gonna be in the new, the new Fansville commercial. Have you seen it yet? Or no, I think there was a clip of it. No, um, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, he he posted a clip on his Instagram. I don't think it's the full commercial. I saw right. just a piece of it, but uh, but yeah, shout out DJ, man. Because Dr. Pepper's big time. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's big. So one other thing that happened, this happened last week. Um, You know, when we were here a couple weeks ago, we did a breakdown of the ESPN power rankings for the season. Um, About a week after we did that, the AP poll released, which there's not really a whole lot of difference here. Pretty much everything um, that was in – uh, that power uh, that power rankings from ESPN is pretty much how it shakes up uh, on the AP poll, including you know our friends over in Texas uh, in uh, in College Station being ranked number six. Um, you know, I saw today that uh, somebody said I don't know who it was. It was somebody on Twitter, man. You know how Twitter gets could have yeah. been a troll, could have been real, but somebody was like, "It's going to be really good to see Georgia and Texas A and M in the SEC championship game." Georgia and A and M. Georgia and A I mean, Georgia is that's definitely obviously, you know, that's that's possibility, but A and M is not saying they're not saying it. They're not saying it. Can we before we go any further, I, I wanna pull up A and M schedule and play maybe a little win loss game. Let's let's do it. So I've got it pulled up here. Um I'm going to read out the games. Um, tell me if it's a win or loss. I'll call mine as well. And let's, let's make a tally. Let's make a tally. 12 games. So week one at home, Kent State. That's a dub. That's a dub. That's a dub. Uh, on the road uh, at Colorado. That's a dub. I'll give him a dub too. Um, back at home against New Mexico. That's a dub. Layup. Yep. On the road at Arkansas. It's going to be a tough football game. Arkansas has definitely improved. Not too sure about that quarterback situation this year. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm go dub right now. Is it still um, – is it still what's his name? Isn't that worth – um, Felipe Franks went. No. Yeah, it is. But Frank Franks, man, he's on, the, he's on the Falcons. Oh, that's right. That's right. He got he got picked up. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know their quarterback yeah, situation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, um. So four zero so far. Four zero. Four zero. All right. Um. Back at home against Mississippi State. That's Mike, a dub. Uh, season, season two, Mike Leach. Yeah, I, I, I give him a dub. You give him a dub? Okay. 
Um, so five and zero. Oh. Um, here we go. So back at home, but against Alabama. Yeah, so that's a big L. Big well, L. But this this will be probably this will probably be game day that week. I mean, right now it's a one and six matchup, and you know if Texas A and M wins everything they're supposed to win, they'll be going in undefeated. Bama's going to go in undefeated. We know that. Um, but yeah, so now we're at uh, five and one um, on the road at Missouri. That's a dub. Six and one. Um, back at home against South Carolina. It's a dub. So we're at seven and one at home against Auburn. They got a, all their all their big games are at home, man. They they got a favorable schedule. I can't front. Yeah, no, they do. They do. Um, at home against Auburn, I'm a I'm a throw I'm a throw a little wrench in this, and I'm gonna get this one to Auburn. I think okay. my boy, I think my boy T.J. Finley is starting by then. Um, and yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Auburn. Okay, so we're at seven and two. Um, the next game is on the road at Ole Miss. <laughs> Another L. Another L. I like Ole Miss this year. Okay, so seven and three. Um, next game is against. It's at home. This is a FCS game against PV A&M. Yeah, that's a, that's a layup. And to close the season, I'm sure you know where I'm going here on the road in Death Valley against the LSU Tigers. <laughs> a huge L. A huge L. Huge L. LSU hates A&M because A&M thinks that they're our rival, and that's not what it is. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. Uh, a, a so we're big looking at L. eight and four. Um, we're looking at eight and four. No playoffs. You know, we'll see him in the Citrus Bowl against. Um, you know. Uh, 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 Arizona. You know what I mean? There you go. Some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with. I'm going to give them a small benefit of the doubt that back-to-back weeks against Auburn and Ole Miss, I'll say they split those games. I'll give them one dub, so I'm going to go nine and three. That's fair. That's really more realistic probably. Yeah. So, um, But either way, I mean, definitely not going to be worthy of the number six ranking that they have right now. But it is a very favorable schedule. Uh, Again, all their tough games are at home. I guess it was minus the LSU game at the end of the year. Uh, but I mean, Alabama's at home, Auburn's at home. Uh, you know, I mean, that that's that's a pretty good shake right there. Yeah, tell you what, South imagine if, at home. Imagine if, um, somehow, some way, imagine if both uh, LSU and AM are undefeated at the, end of the, at the end of the year going into that game. That'd be a big game. I mean, we're talking about, you know. Who's going to the the SEC championship? Who's going to the SEC championship? But yeah. in in with that narrative, if that were to even take place, that means Alabama will lose two games in one season, which is probably not going to happen. Secondly, um, 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 if that were to happen with a And M, uh, I lost my thought. Go to edit that. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with AM, man. Who cares about those guys? We don't even yeah. think about them. Just, yeah, you know, enjoy the coattails of the SEC. You know. That's coming to an end, too. Yeah. I've said that too. I've said that way too much. People know, they should know by now. 
I will say they did announce their starting quarterback. Um, Haynes King will be the starting quarterback for Texas A&M, taking over uh, Kalamon. Yeah, it is crazy how much, like, respect they're giving him. And he's, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't really played. Yeah. Number, number six ranking. You know, he, he, he right, I mean, we just haven't seen him. Yeah, yeah we, just, we just haven't seen him, you know. So, uh, we'll see. He's got a couple of games to start off, get his feet wet, but he's got to be ready come week four, week five. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. before that Bama game. Oh, yeah. I mean, they going to eat his lunch however he goes. Yeah. Um, First-year quarterbacks against Alabama is just not a good – I don't you – know, few, 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 few make it out of that. Yeah. You know, only, only a few. Yeah. Um, the only thing I think that I saw was a big difference between this AP poll and the ESPN rankings was that Ole Miss was not in the AP poll. Um, they did receive votes. I think they were like second team out. Um, but who replaced them was uh, Utah. Utah is – I think they're really just kind of still riding off the coattails of having that one strong year. Because I mean, are they really like? Are they really that team still? They're consistent, I would say. I mean, they're just like consistently decent, you know. Like, and then every now and then they'll pop up, and all of a sudden you look up and they're you know nine and two, ten and one, going into a big game and whatever. But um, you know, they're definitely still one of those, you know. You got to see it, but they've been they've been decent over the years. So, you know, especially since we've been watching football. Yeah, I gotcha. I yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how they shake up. Um, you know, Jake Bentley's no longer that. We, by the way, we gotta talk about this. We gotta talk. I I don't think we got a chance to talk about this on the last episode, but it happened since then. Um, so the past couple of years, if you've been listening to the show, you've heard us mention a guy up in Northwestern by the name of Hunter Johnson, uh, a former Clemson Tiger, uh, former, I mean, highly recruited five-star prospect. Um, He was more highly touted uh, coming out of high school than Deshaun Watson was. You know, so, I mean, this was a kid who could play, kind of just got a bad shake, and, and, you know, he committed to Clemson, and six months later, or I'm sorry, he, he came to school, he came to Clemson, and then like six months later, uh, Trevor committed, and you know, Trevor got everybody out of there. Um, right, right, right. So he ended up transferring um, to Northwestern. Hasn't really had a good run up there since the transfer, which has really sucked, man. I, I've really wanted to see him succeed until this past this past training camp. Um, he has now officially been named the starting quarterback for the Northwestern Wildcats. He is a senior going into this season. Yeah, no, nah, man. Um... You know, we've been rooting for um, rooting for him for a while now and uh, just trying to figure out <clears throat> when it may click. And, you know, sometimes it takes longer for others. And, you know, it's his senior year. And, you know, it sounds like he's uh, finally putting it all together. So, I mean, who knows? He was a five-star talent for a reason. Uh, you know, it might be might be really his his time to shine. And, uh, might be the year. You know, and it, it's crazy. I, I, you know, when he went there, I was like, okay, I'm trying to make a comparison to like uh, just a guy, you know, a quarterback in college that just like carried his team, 
and just put the team on his back. But I, I thought he might be able to have that effect at a school like Northwestern that, you know, they're a consistent team, you know, not necessarily consistent like a Utah we were just talking about, but they're consistently just, you know, they may they may they're scare you. Yeah, they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They may they may get upset, you know, every now and then. But um but yeah, but no, it seems like he's getting in shape, man. So um it should be good for him. We'll see how he does. Again, it just feels good to see a guy who was a third string quarterback for Clemson who played behind Kelly Bryant, of all people, uh, beating out a guy who was a starter for the University of South Carolina. Makes my heart happy, man. Oh. Makes my heart happy. Shout out Hunter Johnson. I guess no matter where you go, the rivalry never dies, I guess. It doesn't, man. Not for me. Hey, no, I feel you. Fuck those guys. Anyways, um, but yeah, man. So, season three. Um, again, we're about a week away from the season starting, um, and we're going to continue a tradition we started last season: uh, the Pick'em Challenge. Uh, Malone, you were the victor last year. You kind of pulled away from me about mid-season, and I just i i couldn't recover. I couldn't recover. You were you were pretty solid on the picks. Um, so it's my year for a comeback. I'm trying to get this win this year. Um, we got some really good week one games to put in these first five uh, matchups here. Um, and if all goes according to plan, I know there were some hiccups last year with uh, COVID canceling games and things like that. But to my knowledge, none of that's going to be happening this year. I know with the ACC, if, if you don't have enough players because of COVID, it's a forfeit. You know, Damn. so yeah, yeah. Get vaxxed, everybody. Um, but anyway, so pick them challenge week one. Uh, first game, number 19, Penn State, at number 12, Wisconsin. Who do you like for this one? Uh, I like Wisconsin. like our boy Graham Mertz. Shout out Graham Mertz. Man, I like Wisconsin too. Um, you know, they're at home. Graham Mertz is year two. I have no idea who Penn State's uh, starting quarterback is. Um and that's going to be an environment that's ready to, to see Penn State, especially week one. No college football for uh, eight months now, nine months, however long it's been. And to get a, an opponent like Penn State week one, that place is going to be booming. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, interconference opponent. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be a good time. So this next game here, um, another Midwest game. Number 17, Indiana, at number 18, Iowa. Uh, Indiana's had a nice little come up the last couple of years, but Iowa, you know, like we talked about, they're just kind of the steady team that's always kind of around, especially in the in the Big 12 here. So who do you like for this one? Uh, I like Indiana, man. I just like um, I just like what they've done more so than what Iowa has done over, over the last um, three or four years. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm rolling with them, man. Uh, they score a lot of points. Um, I don't think I was ever scored a lot of points, um, and I'm not really sure how how you know how great their defense is this year. So yeah, I'm going with Indiana. I'm gonna roll with Indiana too. I mean, pretty much everything you highlight. I mean, they're just they're an up and coming team. Um, it's gonna be on the road, so that's the only hiccup that may happen with the with this possible first week matchup, but. I mean, they're they're just a good team. They're coming off a great year, returning a lot of players. Uh, I'm expecting big things from Indiana this year. They could even be in the um, 
I could see him going to the Big Ten title game. Oh, wow. That's big. Yeah. They're not on the same side as Ohio State, right? I'm pretty uh, sure they're on the opposite side, the other division. Not 100% on that. Let's see. I think. I may be wrong, too, though. Let's see. They are in the same division. Oh, they are in the same division. Okay. Yeah, well, yep, yep. I got you. Um, well, if that's the case, then you know, maybe not the Big Ten. But that that probably be their only loss, though, I could see in the regular season. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see them yeah. beat Michigan. You know. Yeah, they got and they got Michigan, uh they have Michigan at home. Or oh no, they're on the road at Michigan. But Michigan, I mean, dude, they're yeah, I mean, come on. If you listen to Free Tuition, you know how we feel about Michigan on this station right here. Like, you know, hey, we want to, we we want to like them. We want to like them. We respect them. But come on, do we? Oh man, do we respect them? I don't know, man. They 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 got a lot to overcome. They do. They do. Uh, shout out Jim Harbaugh getting the extension though. Incredible. Incredible. I have. I I can't even I don't who's calling the shots over there, man? Somebody get this man a drug test. Somebody take the bottle from him, man. Why are y'all giving this man more money? Anyways, um third game on the list here. Uh we have uh going um down south here now. So this is one we've talked about a couple of times. It could be a big shocker. Uh, number 23, Louisiana, Raging Cajuns at Number 21, Texas. Hey man, giving, them, giving them raging cages, man. They, uh, they uh, you know, last year they shocked the world. And I think they uh, I think they double double back, man, and uh, spin the block and do it again, man. Um, you know, it's going to be uh, first game for Steve Sarkeesian for Texas. They're breaking a new quarterback, breaking a lot of new everything. Um you know, Raging Cages, they, they were in the same position last year, facing uh, an opponent where they're going in as a, a heavy underdog. No one thinks they're going to win. And, um, or maybe not this year, maybe not this time around, but you you get you, you catch my drift. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's their time again. You know, we'll see what they can do. It's going to be a good game. I, no matter what, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, this will probably be the – basically the tiebreaker to settle the score of this week uh, because I'm going to go the opposite route on this game. I'm going to take Texas mostly because uh, just kind of alluding to what I mentioned, you know, with the Wisconsin game, being at home um, first game of the season, Texas fans are as diehard as just about any of them out there. Um, that place is going to be jumping, even if it is against Louisiana, I think even more so because it is Louisiana and they're a top 25 ranked team and there's people like us that are talking about, you know, them coming in, upsetting them. I think that's going to have them hyped up to play um, and just being at home in front of those fans. I think Texas is – it's going to be a close game, but I think they're going to sneak out with the win. Yeah, no, hey, you make a good point because, uh, you know, Louisiana, they're not, they're not sneaking up on anybody this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year they were able to sneak up on folks. This year everybody kind of knows that, you know, they can, they can get you. So uh, that's a good point, man. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, these last two games, I think you and I both know which way we're going to shake on these. Um, number 16, LSU Tigers at UCLA. 
Yeah, I got the Tigers going to California, and, you know. Love California love. But anyway, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I expect the Tigers to go out there, ball out. All the early indications is that, uh, you know, the team looks really good. Um, way different than the reports from last year coming out around this time. Um, defense is apparently flying around. Uh, I think we have the best cornerback duo in the country um, in Eli Ricks and Derek Stingley. I mean, Eli Ricks was, uh, you know, freshman All-American. Uh, I think he was like first or second in the SEC in picks. I know he led all freshmen in picks. Um, then you, you know, you put him on one side, put Derek Stingley on the other side. Um, it's going to be tough to deal with uh, all season. And, it's, you know, I think it starts that day, um, you know, you force uh, nothing on be able to be accomplished on the outside. You got to force everything inside and, you know, take care of business from there. I think Max Johnson is uh, – he seems to have this, um, you know, the job in a, in a, in a, in a vice grip, um, and he's playing well. The team seems to believe in him. Uh, there's, like, seven or eight wide receivers that are going to play this year, like, no exaggeration. Five of them are freshmen. Um uh, you know, I don't know, man. I think I think the team's gonna be pretty good. I like that they're under the radar, uh, and yeah, that's that was a long-winded answer, but yeah, LSU. <laughs> no, yeah, no, man. Hey, I mean, you pretty much hit it all uh, on the money. It's uh, I'm going LSU Tigers also. I I mean, you know, yeah, pretty much everything you mentioned. I mean, the the cornerbacks are pretty much second to none. Uh, with everybody in the country, I mean, Derek Stingley Jr. is definitely um, CB1 out there. Uh, so shut down both sides of the field, uh, force the ball inside, force the run game to try to make something happen. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's LSU defense. And it's just a matter of uh, Max Johnson being able to do enough to put points on the board. And I, I, I think he's going to have no problem with that, especially, I mean, LSU still has – uh, the same offensive scheme that they've had the last couple of seasons. So, uh, you know, they're definitely going to score some points. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, our offensive coordinator this year, you know, LSU is breaking in a lot of new coaches, a lot of young guys that are coaching, um, two first-time coordinators. So, you know, I think uh, always just taking a different approach um, this season. Uh, you know, last year we had two older excuse me, two older proving coordinators kind of stuck in their ways type guys. Now it's two hungry guys who are trying to elevate themselves and, you know, get to where Coach O is, you know what I mean? So usually those kind of guys go harder, um, work harder, you know what I mean? It's just a different type of feel. And uh, younger guys able to relate to their players a little bit better. I think that was a huge problem last year. Um, our guys weren't relating to the coaches. And, uh, yeah, I just think all that translates, man. Um, it, it's it's going to be fun. And as far as quarterbacks go, real quick, um, Max Johnson definitely has the guy. I mean, has the job. But uh, the freshman on our on our team, Garrett Nussmeyer, um, hey man, he's uh, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be really really good. He's gonna be really good. Uh, you know, Coach O's been saying for like the past like three weeks. You know, they're more than comfortable with him if uh, if Max were to go down. Um, he's kind of really picked it up. He came in spring and, um, you know, yeah, he's got the tools. He's got, he's got the tools. It, it, it's crazy. I, I, you know, it's just 
wild to me how uh, LSU's QB room is just kind of turned into a strength because, you know, Johnson's only a sophomore. This guy's a freshman. And then you have, you know, whichever site you prefer to look, um, Walker Howard is a top three quarterback in the country for next year. So all that walking in, it's just never been that kind of talent uh, at that position. I've never been so not stressed about the quarterback position at LSU in my life. And I never yeah. thought they'd get to this point. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just talking about, you know, the year before Joe Burrow got there. That, you know, Stressed. Yeah. It was a situation where, like, they didn't have anybody. Right. So, yeah. it's. Uh, I'm excited for the game. I'm excited to see what you guys do this year. I think it's. I think LSU is going to do a lot more than what, what everybody's saying, what the rankings are saying, what the – Media saying, you know, LSU's, they're going to be good. They're going to be good for sure. Yeah, they got a lot to prove this year. Yeah. Um, last game on the docket, the game day, uh, game of the week, number five, Georgia versus number three, Clemson. This is a neutral site game in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, which is not far for any of the fans. You know, we're talking about a two-hour drive from Clemson, a three-hour drive from Athens. If that, um, I'll let you go first. Who you, who you got for this one? Uh, you know, I, I think this is going to be an excellent matchup. Uh, you know, definitely the biggest game of the week. Um, you know, two good quarterbacks, uh, two programs who've really been recruiting well. Um, yeah, I mean. I'm I'm gonna go with Clemson because I like I like DJ a little bit more than I like JT. Um, and I think DJ is like one of those quarterbacks that we're gonna see this year. He's just like a true definition of a difference maker. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like he could go to any school and you know elevate them. I think we kind of see that this year. I just he's that kind of guy. Um, and yeah, I think that might be too much for Georgia to handle. Uh, George is missing a lot of um, key weapons offensively. Uh, your boy, your boy's you know, not. Your boy's and, not there. Uh, I wasn't going to. You know, um, George Pickens tore his ACL. Uh, their best receiver is out. Arik Gilbert is currently not with the team. Um, he's MIA. He's MIA. You know, I was I was made to believe last year that it was a. a it was an LSU problem. It's because LSU wasn't playing well. But, you know, obviously we've come to see that that, you know, it's not the case. I hope he gets better, man. I, I hope really he gets better. I, I, th- I, think, I, think it's, I think it's him, man. I think there's something wrong with him. And I, I don't know if it's his mental or if it's physical or he doesn't want to play anymore. I have no idea because, I mean, God gave that kid so much talent. I think you told us on this show that he was the highest – ranked prospect in 247 sports history at the tight end position. That's a fact. That's a fact. He's the highest rated tight end prospect like in the history of rankings and in college, I mean, in in high school rankings when it comes to the tight end position, he is the highest rated. But yeah, I I tell you, just like like you just said, I, I don't think he wants to play football, man. I really don't. I don't know if he's probably got some outside pressure from you know, family or whoever, where, you know, you know, obviously that could, it could take them place. It could change his whole family's life. So I understand, you know, why people around him will want him to play, but 
that's what just what it kind of seems like, you know. But who knows? But however it goes, I hope he gets better because he's got all the talent right there, you know. I mean, he he has it. He has it. You know, he could definitely be a first round draft pick and going to be a great pro. So um, all the best to Reed Gilbert. Um, hopefully, he gets better. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, this game I'm on the swing the same way. I'm going with my boys, Clemson Tigers. Um, for some of the reasons you mentioned, uh, I I definitely believe in DJ more than I believe in JT. DJ, I, and I hate to throw this comparison out. I, it's been made before by other people, and I don't like using it because it's such a it's a high standard. And if he doesn't live to the standard, it's you know. I don't know if he'll be considered a bust or not up to what he was supposed to be, but the comparison that's that's out there that I and I see it is is to a Cam Newton, um, you know, just a big guy who you know he can throw the ball eighty yards down the field, um, you know, lightning strike of a, a passer, but he's big enough to where if he takes the ball and he starts running, he's going to run you over. And uh, and he's going to take it 40 yards. So, um, but aside from that, one thing I'm really excited about uh, uh, from, you know, listening to some of the media uh, locally here uh, in the Clemson area is the defense. I think this is, I think we're going back to defensive line university again. Um, this defensive line from what I understand has the potential to be better than that line that won the last title in 2018 with Christian Wilkins and Dexter Lawrence and all those guys um, that all went up, ended up being pro for uh, three first rounders um, and a third rounder. I think Austin Bryant went third round. Um, this defensive line consists of Brian Brissy, which is an absolute – Everything I've heard is that this guy is going to wreck everybody that is placed in front of him. There's not a single man that's going to be able to stop this guy in the country. Like, he's that good. Um, so you got Brian Bercy. You got Miles Murphy on the end. You got Justin Foster. You got DeMonte Capehart. You still got guys like Xavier Thomas and K.J. Henry. So some leadership there and some really highly talented players. Um, you still got Tyler Davis, who's going to be a junior this year, who's an incredible uh, interior lineman. Um, you got guys coming in like Peyton Page, like Trey Williams. I mean, there's just – you look up and down this defensive line and there's just – you got two, two starting lines that would start anywhere else in the country, in my opinion. And I think they're going to get after – JT Daniels early. Um, he's going to start making some bad plays, I feel like. Uh, the cornerback room is still very very strong uh, at Clemson as well with Andrew Booth, Fred Davis, Mario Goodrich, Malcolm Green, you name it. Um, they're there. Uh, and then let's not forget, you still got people like my man Nolan Turner uh, in the backfield who's ready to pick that ball off from just about anybody. Um, R.J. Mickens, too, going to be a sophomore. It, just all these high-level, uh, talented guys that are finally gonna, you know, move into the, move into the respective uh, 
respective starting spots if they weren't already there. Um, the de- the defense. This is going to be the best defense in the country. We're going to mark the tape. Mm. Mark the tape. Best defense in the country. Number mm. one. Number one, bro. Number one. Georgia's scoring maybe. They'll get lucky if they score 20. Y'all hear that, Georgia fans? I'm calling it now, man. It's going to be the best defense in the country. And the offense, you know, like you said, DJ's definitely a difference maker. He's going to put up points. Um, Lynn J. Dixon's going into his senior year, going to be running back uh, one, week one. But another guy that I've heard nothing but praise in training camp is that young man from North Carolina, Will Shipley, uh, has really made it really made his name heard in training camp. So don't be surprised to see some things happen from him. Um, obviously, wide receivers all over the place. Shout out Justin Ross coming back. He's going to be phenomenal this year. Frank Ladson. Uh, Joseph Ngata, hopefully he's uh, he's still kind of fighting the injury bug a little bit. Um, EJ Williams is going to be a sophomore. I mean, the list goes on, man. We're ready. We're ready. Sp- spot the damn ball, man. Let's go. <laughs> you sound fired up, man. You sound fired up. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But, yeah, we'll, we'll – these games are coming, you know, quick, fast, and in a hurry, man. So we'll be uh, – you know, we're going to – this is why we play the games. So we're going we gonna, to we gonna see real soon. Um, but, yeah, I'm expecting that Georgia-Clemson game to be excellent matchup unless y'all do hold them, you know, below those 20 points because they don't probably yeah. lose it. But we're going to see. You know, that's that's hot take, hot take. I'm, I hope you're dropping the bombs for, for some of these. Bro, I'm so excited. We're almost here. This has been, you know – we talked about this being a short episode, but man, well, here we are. We're about an hour in. Um, yeah, I just looked right now. I was like, damn, that was 53 minutes. We've been, but. Yeah, we've been here. We've been here. You know, it, it was kind of, we thought it was going to be a kind of a short discussion week because, I mean, you know, we're kind of just ready for the games. And uh, and here we are, man. It's been it's been a great episode. Um, I'm just ready. I'm just so excited. Yeah, no, nah, man. Um, I think every, all this is just going to keep getting better and better, especially as the season progresses. You know, we'll, uh, you know, more and more to um, unpack and to digest. And, uh, you know, can't wait to see what kind of storylines we get this year. You know what I mean? Um, there's always uh, a name or two that emerges that, uh, you know, we weren't expecting. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a fun year. Uh, Johnson. Oh, excuse me. Hey man, yeah. um, I got uh, I got I got one name for you, um, one shameless plug, you know, one LSU plug. I got one name for you that I'm gonna throw out there. Let's go on offense. Um, at receiver, his name is uh, Malik Neighbors. Um, okay, uh, he was he was ranked. The number 40 wide receiver in this 2021 class, um, mostly because uh, his school just didn't even play football this oh, wow. this, this past year. Right, right, right. And he didn't go anywhere that did. So he all he 
you know, all they could base it on was uh, last year's film. And, you know, when he would come to camp and all that good stuff, and, you know, obviously he shows some things. But from all reports in camp and, and from the two scrimmages that they've had, I mean. He's the man. He, he's, he's, he's the man. But behind um, the guy who was a freshman last year, Kayshawn Butte, he's on the ball receiver. He's, he'll be one of the best in the SEC this year. But um, Malik Neighbors, the freshman, um, he's going to be the man. going to be the man. Uh, 6'1". You know, a little under 200. Um, they just say, like, his body control is crazy. Um, like, uh, the comparison I've seen a lot is, uh, like, an Anquan Bolden. Uh, oh, wow. Type guy. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah. that's that's my that's my shameless plug for, for this episode uh, as far as my LSU talk. More more hot takes, man. More hot takes, yeah. Y'all watch out for Brian Brissett, man. He's going he's gonna to run everybody mm-hmm. over. But uh, we appreciate y'all coming in. Uh, again, this is, uh, this is the start of a great season. Season three for us, uh, the 2021 college football season. And we're still living somewhere in a COVID world, but it's going to be a little bit different this year now with vaccines out there. The, these games are going to have fans, and uh, it's going to be a fun, fun thing to watch. Speaking of that, real quick before we get out of here, I find it – incredible that uh uga in georgia is allowing full Bro. capacity in the stadium Bro. no mask no distancing no none of that going on lsu you gotta prove that you vaccinated to even think about getting in the stadium to go see a game you yeah. know it's like it's crazy i know every school gonna have you know their own what they want to do, but just the different sides of the spectrum is great. There's no way that these Georgia games last long. There's no way. No, no. They're going to have to mandate something. Yeah. Um, yeah. No proof of vaccination. No mass required. Full capacity. It's, it's going to get ugly quick. It's going to get ugly quick. Quick. They whole damn school going to be online. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that, it's just not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Yeah. All I right. agree, man. Any, any, any Georgia fans listening? I, I do. I encourage y'all to not go to the games. Do not go to the games. Yeah, stay home. Stay at the crib. Get on your couch, man. Home. Watch it on your TV. Right. Get some beer. Relax. Get some wings. Go to Taco Mac or something. There whatever, you go. Whatever your choice of wings. Damn, I miss maybe, Taco Mac. Maybe American Deli. You know, if, if y'all got that in Athens, I don't know what's going on. But don't go to the games, y'all. It's not worth it. Agreed. Well, my friend, uh, Malone, it's been a great episode. I'm excited to come back because by the time we get back, there will have been some college football games played from somebody. Somebody will play college football next time we get together. Uh, until then, man, um, uh, hey, man, it's we're here. My boy, always a pleasure. Um and all you guys out there listening, appreciate y'all. Keep coming back. Keep rocking with us. Um, you know, we're here for y'all. So uh, let's do it. That's right. Well, it's us. This is your boy, Scott. This is Blown. This is Free Tuition. Appreciate y'all being here. Don't forget, again, make sure follow us on Twitter, at Free Tuition Pod. Uh, follow us on Instagram, at Free Tuition Podcast. We're on Facebook, too. Uh, and don't forget us, you know. Um, you can reach us out there uh, as well. Uh, You'll find us on Twitter. Just go to uh, go to the free tuition page, man. You'll see us. 
Yeah, man, y'all give uh, y'all give us a follow. Yeah, yeah. But everybody, we'll see you next time. Uh, y'all take care and uh, be easy. Peace.